Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans and trading card collectors? Here we are again, Worlds Collide, back to talk about, well, actually, we do have a topic. I was going to say, are we going to talk about paper products, pens, notebooks, buttons, trading cards, action figures, kind of like we did, what we did on the last episode? No? Well, maybe a little bit. Actually, well, what we're going to talk about today is something that goes beyond that. When we think of collectibles, you want these things to commemorate moments in time, people you like, products you like things that you know trigger those memories nostalgic but, pieces absolutely but once you get past that for us anyway and i i'm really curious to hear the community feedback on this is what other things have we gained outside of just owning these cards or these collectibles by themselves tony this was a topic that once again you came up with but as soon as i saw it i was like rattling off ideas in my head just like i to, to we pinned it down to three different things for us mainly and it was hard to kind of just, I guess, segment those because I could just think of so many things. But um, what kind of spawned your idea for this? Because I think it was maybe one of the best ones you've come up with. Um, I think most of this is uh, an episode that we want to probably do about positivity in the hobby. You know, what kind of things we gain from uh, outside the actual collectibles themselves. And that spawned from seeing all the negativity going on. And so I thought to myself, it'd be interesting or it'd be nice to actually talk a little bit something that's beyond the cardboard itself like there are so many good things that come out of this hobby uh that aren't specifically like you said our nostalgic type pieces that we collect and, are, and we gravitate towards so it's kind of where it came from it's just something like that i'm just having a moment of thought about uh you know scrolling through social media which uh you know uh can always be uh troubling waters at times sometimes and, yes uh, yeah and so i just thought you know you know, is this what I'm getting out of out of my hobby? It's just a constant bickering back and forth. Am I getting, you know, uh, you know, my dad will beat up your dad type of mentality <laughs> kind of thing? I mean, uh, what am I really getting out of this hobby beyond just the fact that I love to collect what I collect? Is there, you know, is what kind of community am I a part of? You know, so that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and let's let's kick off with that. Let's kick off with the the, the community. Uh, when I first started doing this. I thought it would be cool to interact with other collectors several years ago. And I would see, you know, at the time I would see just spatterings of wrestling cards being shared on Instagram, stuff being talked about on Twitter. Sure. There were figure communities and there were people just talking general wrestling, but it was mainly dominated by sports cards. And I was like, Mm -hmm. man, I, I see the, you know, somebody posts a picture and the comments that they get, Oh, I didn't know this existed, or this is really cool. Or, you know, this, I have this card in this set. Would you like to add it to your collection to maybe complete that set? So I saw that kind of stuff going on and I was like, well, why can't we do this for wrestling cards? 
So that's why, you know, just started posting pictures and started the mm -hmm. YouTube channel and started doing all that. Little did I know all of these like people like yourself and others that I almost talk to on a daily basis now about hobby stuff, about wrestling, about non-hobby stuff. And I would have never expected to ha have that. Like the, the fact that putting out a video has led to somebody watching it and they say, hey, I love what you're doing but I have this carrying cross card and I'm like, Oh yeah, I need that for my collection. Let's make a trade. Let me buy it from, you know, whatever. It's just amazing how community has led to so many things, be it friendships, people you talk to the availability of getting a card or a collectible that may otherwise not be available. There's mm -hmm. been several wrestling all-stars that you just don't see pop up on eBay. And I've been able to buy them from some fellow collectors because they understand that, this is, you know, a hobby and this mm -hmm. is a tight knit community and just to, they, they see my passion for certain cards or certain sets or whatever. So um, I'm sure you can piggyback off that and give several examples of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with all that stuff. I mean, <clears throat> I'm just happy that the internet provided you with friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I can't go, I can't go out of my house and go within probably a five mile radius and find anybody that's going to want to talk wrestling cards. So I don't talk to my neighbors, but I sure talk to I don't people, really, I, I don't either um for the most part i'm never home anyway so what's the point um yeah i mean those are all valid things like that you know i i you're you're the only podcast that i saw on youtube that was dealing specifically with wrestling cards uh by itself i wasn't really looking for that i just happened to stumble across it and um it, it spawned the idea for me at the time to do something and talk to david porto and say hey you want to talk about wrestling cards and just you know talk a little bit about wtc and you know where it came from and get a little history and that's that's all we're going to do we're not, we're not doing anything else we're not we're not doing nothing else just have a little you know and then <clears throat> next thing you know we have an hour long plus discussions like that just him and i that all of a sudden getting emails from people and messages like are you are you bringing are you updating wtc is it coming back it's going da, da, da. we need can you do indie cards we need to get indie cards and um and, and just you know here we are now in 2023 that was in 2020 and so it just it spawned this whole thing of 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 uh of jumping into a community that you know when i started doing wrestling cards didn't exist yeah you know of course we didn't have an internet then either but even in the early days of the internet with ours there was message boards and things like that where you can communicate and you still had email um, and it, you communicated that way. So, but you really, really, you weren't really developing per se strong bonds and friendships that way um, until we started having this zoom stuff or things we can do with cameras and things like that. And right. uh, the ability to have real time things through social media now, whether it be Facebook or Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. So the community has really grown and, it's uh, probably one of the, the the funnest things outside of actually collecting and, and fulfilling, you know, parts of my PC uh, that I really like is the community as a whole. Because by and large, despite our little pokes every once in a while, our mentions of negativity, and this is where this conversation spawned from, like I said in the beginning, uh, was just seeing an enormous amount of negativity. And what what's so positive now about our hobby? Like we're losing sight of that, of like the yeah. things that we're gaining besides the nostalgic cardboard aspects of everything. Um, we're losing sight of the fact that we're developing these relationships that turn into friendships. I mean, I've known Paul and Chuck for, for years and years and years, decades actually, but really became close with them. And they become my closest friends ever uh, in the last few years because of what, you know, the hobby, what it is, the technology we have that's available to us now. It's uh, it's been an amazing thing. And that's probably one of my things that I'm um, most proud of 
And that was really evident at the national last year when uh, we had our, our panel. And then after the panel, you know, a group of us met afterwards for dinner, people who'd never met each other before in real life, all sharing the same passion for this niche hobby and uh, just having a good time talking about cards, talking about sports, talking about family, uh, and just having a good time laughing together, uh, having good meals and drinks. And that was the highlight of my national event last year. The panel was great. That was awesome. Presenting wrestling cards for the first time ever. And it's 42 year history at that time uh, to be up on the stage and talk about wrestling cards. That was wonderful. That was great. Definitely number two on the list. The number one was hanging out and developing those friendships that I have now continued to this day. And that's the biggest thing for me about this hobby is getting those friendships, maintaining those friendships, working together to acquire things that we're looking yeah. for, whether you're a Seth Rollins fan, whether you're a Becky Lynch fan, whether you're a Hulk Hogan fan, doesn't matter what you are. Um, and being like, Hey, you know, carrying cross, I know exactly who I'm tagging on this one. Right. <laughs> um, and it's just, that's, that's the fun aspect of it. That's, that's something that you gain from this hobby. That's just amazing. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. One thing, too, on the community aspect that I, I, I think of, and I wouldn't say I take it for granted because it's, it's the whole reason we do this. Like I'll get a message and I'll say, you know, it'll say, I watched one of your videos. It brought me back to my childhood of wrestling fandom. And now I open low end packs with my kids and explain yeah. it in the history of That's wrestling. Amazing. Or, you know, my, my kid watched this and now they want to get into it or now I'm getting into it. Or, you know, you're, I saw what you're doing with cards and now I want to do that with video games or I want to do that with action figures or, you know, whatever it is. And so I think that maybe like we're going to move into the content side of this, but maybe what we decide to do and others that, you know, have a, a presence on Twitter, maybe they write a blog, maybe they have a podcast, like we're giving people the justification of what they're doing, that it's okay. You know, there, yeah. that there are, there are other people out there that are doing what they do and it allows them to interact with us and builds that community. Even maybe it's not the uh, friendships like what you're talking about, but maybe yeah, yeah. it's the people that uh, just appreciate what you do because you're talking about something they're passionate about. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a side perk is you develop friendships. That's great, man. I mean, I work with a lot of talent over the years and very, very few of them have become actual friends. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just, you know, you don't go into, uh, the booking business, you don't go into opening a business to build your friendships, really. You're going right. in there because you're a business, you want to make money, everybody has to be happy, and there's a certain way to do it. And then you start developing friendships out of that. And the ones that develop are usually very, very special. So that's a great side benefit to the hobby and anything you're going to be doing, whether it be you, you collect cards or collect cars or you're into BMX biking or whatever you're into. I mean, you're, you're going to develop your friendships. Um, and that's a special thing for me. It's like that. So, but the part you're talking about too, about, you know, getting messages from people who maybe watch or listen to something that we have to say, you end up being, whether you want it to be or not, you're, you're kind of being inspiring to somebody yeah. to go out there. And again, live that moment, connect, 
find some kind of commonality, maybe with their son or daughter that, uh, you know, Hey, you know what? Wrestling is bringing my, my, my family back together again, because, you know, we were always fighting and disoriented, but you know what was fun that we always enjoy. We enjoy watching Monday night raw. We enjoy watching AEW. We enjoy, I mean, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And they go out there because, Hey, they listened to something that we had to say. And, um, you know, uh, it, it inspired them to go out there and collect. So that's also a nice rewarding side effect to the hobby is, is, um, you know, communicating and interjecting things that you've known and learned and you put it out there and someone reads what you, uh, you posted or heard what you said, and they take that to heart and go out and become inspired to go and do something fun for themselves and their family. Yeah. And it could be, con- maybe they decide to start a blog or a podcast. Correct. Maybe yeah. they decide to start a collection. Maybe they decide to consolidate their collection because something they figure out that they're more interested in just based off something we said. And it's not that what we're saying is the end all be all. I'm not even saying we're that important. But when you get these messages that that people, you know, a subtle message like what we spoke about, like it just it's a little bit of justification for me to continue doing the content. And that's what we're going to talk about next is. You know, th- this whole content thing is a roller coaster ride for everybody. I don't care what genre yeah. of content creation you're in. And those messages keep me going. It's little things like that that just as, as frustrated as I'll get with like, I worked, you know, I put five or six hours into this 10 minute video. Why did it not get views? Or why did this video that I put little effort in get a bunch of views? Like, I, you know, it's. You and, and I've had t- conversations like yeah. that for over the last couple of years, man. I mean, we've both been super frustrated by that where. You're like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore, blah, 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 this and that. You know, I'm going to cut back. I'm only going to do this kind of content going forward. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, a couple months later, like, I'm going back to this again. Da, 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 yeah. I, like, some Someone sent something really nice to me that made me feel good about what I'm doing. And maybe what I'm doing is important. And so I, I've done it. You've done it. I'm sure everybody who's ever done anything serious about uh, content creation, they go through it too, where it's just like, it, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the content creating is you, you got to start with yourself. Right. So when you do the content creating, you're putting yourself out there. You're expressing your opinions, your thoughts. Um, you do, uh, um, you know, the things that um, are inspiring to you and you put it out there and hope that others are going to react to that in, in some way. And that's all you can do, man. As long as you're enjoying doing it, the likes, the comments, while we want the engagement, we, we tell everybody on this on this show every time. You know, love to hear what your opinions are. Love to hear your thoughts. What do you think about this, that, and the other? Um, and if we get opinions or we get comments, great. If we don't, great too. I still got my thoughts out. I got my things out there and someone listened to it. That's awesome. Um, you know, I'm always available to, to to talk even further. But I, at the end of the day, I do it for me because I love doing it. And if, and if you end up loving what I'm doing, that's great. The longer I do it too, the more I keep not quitting and just keep going more and more and more. And the more that I keep saying like, oh man, I've made it six months with consecutive videos. I haven't missed it. You know, I've been doing two a week and I haven't missed uh, any of those videos for like two or three weeks or two or three months now. The more I do that, the more I just want to keep doing it. And I keep getting more creative ideas of different ways to present, to use wrestling cards almost as like a teaching mechanism for other things within Mm -hmm. like teaching wrestling history. How how much, how many times have we talked about that? So that's one thing that I'm going to start doing is trying to make some videos where we're using the cards to tell the story of the past superstars from seventies mm-hmm. or eighties or nineties, or, you know, even more modern, maybe it's a NXT talent that actually has some potential that got cut. Well, let's find out about their history and what they're doing mm-hmm. now, you know, stuff like that. And th- again, there's the more that I do the podcast, you know, or the more I do the videos, 
the more I get into it and I'm, it's the creation process is becoming the hobby within the hobby. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to put it for me. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I, I go through spells still where I'm like, I do what I wanted to keep doing with the content and stuff like that. But again, it's a side perk of what the hobby's brought to me. So I don't feel like I have an, an actual obligation to anything like that because my, you know, my obligation first and foremost, when it comes to the hobby for me, outside of my PC is obviously WTC stuff and making sure we're accurate. We have the correct information. Um, you know, uh, there's obviously ways we can make things better for the site. You know, I mean, I, I know that some people would probably like to go out there like, well, you don't, I don't have to click on a link to go to a picture. It's all on one page. I mean, I, I don't, I don't need that kind of, uh, I mean, right. that, that negativity and that kind of stuff that the, the attacks, this is why I'm silent online. I, I just don't get involved in the, um, in, in the attacks. <clears throat> Um, I don't condone the behaviors that go on it's like that, um, but that's not what this is about. This is about, uh, you know, the positive stuff that we get out of the hobby. You know, we're trying to talk about, uh, you know, things that we've gained because, um, you know, besides the wrestling cards themselves and, you know, getting that, that, that friendships and the content creation, uh, the community. Um, and in some respects, like for you, like you, you have a good part on this would be, you can even build a business out of this, you know, at yeah. some point. Um, and that's, you you've been doing it. You've been grinding it for a while. So like that building and building and building. And, you know, I'm getting back into it myself and considering actually uh, launching a, a, an aspect of the store sites like that, where I'm going to be selling tens of thousands of singles. And, um, you know, uh, I, I used to do it before when I was doing it, there was no one else online doing selling wrestling singles, nobody, uh, except for a gentleman that named Grimm. <laughs> Don't know what happened to him, but uh he was my main competition at the time. And we, we used to have spend many hours on the phone talking about and strategizing how we're going to help each other out and stuff like that to try to build a community at the, back then. It was just eBay stores and that was it. Um, and now you got a lot of people out there doing some great stuff out there, offering some amazing cards, um, both domestically, internationally. Um, you know, the, the community has really grown. And I think the positivity of the community has grown way more than negativity. Negative stuff is very loud. Yeah. So it's always going to uh, um, loud minority. Uh, yeah. The loud minority will always, you know, kind of be like the topics and the conversations that's going on that, that people talk about, but there's a lot of positivity stuff going on. And um, I, I'm just, uh, I'm happy to see all that. So it's just, you know, and it builds careers. So, I mean, you got something going on, right? I mean, you're, how's yeah, your let's stuff? go ahead and transfer. You do too. Let's go ahead and tra- transfer right into that. And, you know, I'll, I'll go back and say, before we kick this off, we, we can't continue doing the, the content really. And we can't continue community. We can't do business if we don't have a community to support us. And that's one thing that I've noticed is as you know, going back to when I started. So I bought this monster box and I intended it to just like pick cards out of it that I want to be. I didn't even know it was in it. Maybe it was sports cards. Maybe there was actually some wrestling in there. And I was like, okay, I'll just pick some stuff I want and I'll sell the rest and it'll, and then I'll take that money and I'll buy some other stuff that I want. Little did I know that same strategy was going to be turning into a full-fledged business at this point. And I bet little did you know, maybe I know you had the store, your store in the works, but if it wasn't for digging through what you had, listening to the community talk about grading, seeing what was popular, what was not, that, you know, one card would essentially start your restart this business venture for you. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's going through the boxes. It's like, that's bringing back all the memories of things that I want to be put out there, but the store itself was supposed to be just about like, you know, mostly about the modern stuff and you mm-hmm. know, new figures and like that. But then I'm going through boxes and I find 
um, uh, um, you know, so many cool uh, collectible things that, uh, to put out there, everything from stickers and old trading cards and calendars and eight by tens and t-shirts and all kinds of stuff. But it's just, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun going to the product. And I didn't think I was going to get going in that direction back where I'm going to like, I knew I'm going to have the store. There's a storefront aspect of it, but then, oh, you know what? I should probably just flip that switch online since everything's in a sort of a uh, inventory system and just put it back online. So now I'm kind of back to selling online again. And I'm kind of getting back in that business mode again of like selling stuff. Like should I start doing just, ba I'm just going to do base sets. And then basis turns to like, I'm going to do some graded stuff too. Oh, wait, <laughs> you know what? Now they kind of want, they want just regular autographs, this, that, and the other, uh, or, uh, you know, you know what? I'm just gonna turn the whole damn thing on, <laughs> and then um, and so now it's like the storefront's giving me the ability too, which is really fun of being able to buy products just like that. Which that's a whole different topic we're gonna have to have at some yeah. point in time. Um, but uh, doing the storefront aspect of it is has been fun. It's a struggle. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I mean, starting a new business is really tough. Um, but I'm enjoying it, and I'm enjoying getting uh, back into the selling aspect of it. Uh, to a degree, actually, I'm having more fun buying stuff than I'm actually. It, yeah, yeah, it's stuff. it's the the process. We've talked about how much both of us enjoy the process. It's just like content. Like I love the process. It could be a grind at times, but so can running a business. Like it's just part of it. But like I, I just listened to what you're talking about, and I don't think I could be wrong, but I I don't think maybe you'd have the interest or you wouldn't have the knowledge of what uh, you would, but. The more that you're ingrained in the community, the more you know what people want. The more you, you're like, oh, okay, this works, this doesn't. This is what people want. People have kind of gone cold on this item or this talent or whatever. So that's why the, I think that the content creation mixed with the community, mixed with the business, like it's this cycle and it all it all works with each other for me yeah. anyway. Yeah, me too. Um, it's just, um, it's, it's weird coming to this point now not weird but it's fun coming to this point right now where you know um i think when we you and i first met and decided like we're going to do this joint venture things like that i didn't know you from anybody you didn't know me other than what we saw in our contents like that <clears throat> and uh you know here we are um you know talking about we our whole aspect and viewpoints of things i think has changed over the two years constantly evolving yeah. as well constantly evolving and that's the thing that I think a lot of people need to understand and get in, uh, especially with the community, will help you evolve. There's a lot of people who don't want to change. They like to be the same as they always were. Yep. Uh, and that's fine. You could, that's, and you could be that way. But it, in order to kind of continue to keep uh, being a part of uh, something like this that continuously changes, you too have to change to, to if you want to keep being part of the forefront you still want to be involved what's going on today in addition to taking all the knowledge you have of the stuff for the past um and i like to think that i've kind of i've always been that way where i'm constantly always evolving anyways i'm i like to think that i'm a little bit uh smart enough to understand that i need to evolve a little bit and i have to i get that from the community i get that from mm -hmm. other people in the hobby that's a cool thing man i enjoy the process i love the process whether it be just straight up entrepreneurship, whether it just be uh, um, uh, the process of trying to learn something new uh, within the hobby itself and how to better collect, uh, how to how to shop smarter. Um, I, I love the whole process. A lot of times, like with the store, I say the same thing too. The process of, of opening the store, um, I, I wouldn't change that for anything as far as the process. Um, sometimes I don't like the side effects, <laughs> yeah. but um, that's just the things that, you know, you get punched in the face, you just get back up and go at it again like that. And um, uh, the, the hobby is what, uh, you know, I think is my foundation for a lot of things is the, that collecting mindset, 
uh, combined with the entrepreneurial type of uh, um, mindset. Um, I love the whole process like that. So being part of the community is really what's helped me a lot too. Uh, getting a lot of different people's opinions and viewpoints, sometimes not even within the wrestling card hobby itself. I mean, I don't dig in deep like you do with going into other sports and stuff like that. Um, but every once in a while, you know, I might watch a documentary, I might hear a podcast It really doesn't have anything to do with my particular hobby, but I take aspects of it and learn from it and apply it to what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Same. And it, it's just interesting that how much fun I'm having. And if you would have asked me five years ago when I bought that, you know, I've always collected stuff no matter what it is, but specifically that moment when I bought that five row monster box for like 25 bucks. Like I, I had no idea that was going to lead to community, which was going to lead to content, which is mm -hmm. going to lead to running a business. And it's yep. just when you, when you, it, it's a surreal feeling and it's awesome and it all works together. So yep. that that's kind of the, where we're at on. And, you know, I'm hoping there's something out there that, that is also doing that for other people listening to this. Mm -hmm. Obviously we're collecting the cardboard, the figures, the autographs, whatever it is. But there's got that I would love to hear everybody else's opinions about what what has that got you? We hear a yeah. lot of a lot of talk about the wrestling car community, but I'd like to hear something else too. Like, you know, were you able to find that grail that you had when you were in childhood and sell it and be able to put your kid to get them started in college? Were you able to buy a family member a car? Were you ever mm -hmm. to help somebody out by with the benefit of the hobby, if that makes sense? Yeah, I mean so, yeah, I mean, tied in what the hobby is what got me the store. Right. When you think about it, the hobby is what got me the store. It, it was the discovery of that Hogan card in my storage unit that, uh, you know, I ended up sending the PSA. And that's what fun. That was my main, that was my, the, the main capital I had to open the store. Without that, I wouldn't have the store. Right. I just wouldn't have it. I mean, it would, I, I would have, I shouldn't say I wouldn't have it. It would be highly unlikely that I would. And I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now in the position I'm in, which, you know, it's still, it's a struggle. But it's that gave me the luxury of opening my store um, because that was the, the the right amount of capital I needed to get in the store. It was sort of like that's what the hobby gave me. It's something beyond right. just collecting. It gave me a business. Yep, I think we pretty much said it all. Uh, is there any anything else you'd like to say on this before we get out of here? Just again, yeah. we we want to hear from you guys. Like what what has the hobby brought you? Whether it's community business. Uh, maybe just mindset change, something in your life. Like uh, maybe it's the community within your own family. Like you said, Tony, maybe buying a pack of cards all of a sudden, like your family doesn't miss Monday Night Raw now or SmackDown. You watch all mm -hmm. the premium live events because they're not pay-per-views anymore. Pay-per-views so, me, damn it. Yeah, there's. I still <laughs> call them pay-per-views, yeah. Um, let everybody know where they can find you or anything else you want to talk about on this before we get out of here. No, I mean, I mentioned the store here. You can check out the store here at uh, WGSPHX.com. It's uh, the Wrestling Guy Store Phoenix, you know, PHX. Um, check it out. Um, we got signings coming in. Our next uh, guest that we announced the other day uh, is Victoria. She's coming in on April 29th. We just had Adam Baum. Our grand opening guest was Honky Tonk Man. Uh, we're going to have Kurt Angle at some point. Can't really say when. Um, we'll have other, we'll have other guests coming in throughout some reaching out to people and finding out, uh, you know, what their schedules are, but yeah, check it out. It's a great place. Um, I mean, we're small, we're only 790 square feet, you know, it's a small little place and it, um, it seems to be getting smaller, the more stuff I keep cramming yeah. in here. So yeah, check, check it out. Um, eventually we're going to be online here. It's part of my laziness, but, uh, I get it, but I got so much of that stuff going on and I'm trying to prioritize. And I know that needs to be moving up the list pretty quickly here. It's getting that stuff all, uh, up on the online store. 
But uh, check that out. And then, of course, you can check everything out from WrestlingTradingCards.com. Uh, all of our social media handles are on the bottom of every single page on the website. Um, find something, uh, an error, or you need to make corrections, please reach out to us, contact us. Uh, find something new, a cool uh, card set, got questions, feel free to contact us for them. And, uh, you know, be happy to help you out. If not, sure if I can't help out- you, I'll direct you. Make sure to check out WTC YouTube channel as well. Just yes, please. constantly I, growing. I don't plug enough. Um, I don't plug I'll, enough. I'll put a plug out there for you too that you've okay. talked about. If you're creating wrestling card content, maybe you have a YouTube channel or maybe you're doing something like, you know, reach out to Tony and see if, you know, he can put your videos in under the WTC umbrella. I mean, you're, you're clearly going to have to abide by the rules of the almighty Tony of WrestlingTradingCards.com. <laughs> there won't be any uh, negative hate videos being no, produced or anything like that but it's just another platform to get people together we've got great content providers i you know in a in a in a perfect world for me it'd be just nice to have like this umbrella thing where people can go on there and if you're an indie specialist you can do your stuff if you're a modern specialist you can do your stuff if you're a vintage do your stuff it'd just be a great way to kind of house everything that kind of right you know it's, it's a it's an a la carte type of thing you know like that's why we call it the network and let people like, you know what? I don't care about modern stuff. I only want to watch vintage stuff. I want to watch these guys talk about vintage. That's what I'm into. I'd love to have all that stuff on there. So if people want to provide information, I'd love to house it, you know, and just think of it as like a, a TV, man. Right. If there are channels that you, programs that you don't like to watch, guess what? Don't click on that channel, man. Right. Go to the next channel. That's something that you do want to watch. Um, and that's kind of what we're trying to do is just uh, provide something. I don't have the time to do it and I don't want to get rid of the channel itself. So I, I have people that are, you know, willing to put out content and it's very informative stuff, I think, for people to learn and you can take from it what you want. Um, and, um, you know, just it's what we're trying to do. Just grow the hobby as a whole. All right. You can find everything that I've got going on at Zane Morning on all social platforms, Wrestling With Cards on YouTube, Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. If you enjoyed this video and you're part of this great community that we continue to talk about, please hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like, hit that subscribe button as well. And maybe above all of that, share this with people. Share this with, again, community. Share this with family members. Get people involved with collecting wrestling and connecting with the moments, collecting with the community, collecting possibly with that entrepreneurial mindset of some people that maybe all of a sudden there's a, new card company that starts that, you know, the, maybe it's a new indie card company. Maybe it's a new company that eventually takes over tops or Panini or gets a new license. Like who knows? You, you just never know what the smallest little idea planted for somebody could take off. So we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you all for taking the time to download this wherever you're listening. And until next time, not only do that, not only does the community rule and not only does business and entrepreneurship rule and not only does content creation rule but tony thinks something else rules as well wrestling cards rule we'll see you